Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome to a Monday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell as we have Elliot producing the program today. Time to eat some lunch, talk some sports. That's what we do here on Sports Scene. There are a ton of things to talk about today. Obviously, tonight, national championship game for the men in basketball. I must tell you, I always tell you who I pick, whether it's somebody I picked well or not. But I did pick UConn to win the whole thing when the tournament started. The Aztecs uh, are a good defensive team. I think they're going to stay in the game, but I think Connecticut will win. Then I'm going to talk about the women's championship game. It's remarkable what Kim Mulkey did. She is, I think she's one of those people that you either love or hate. But one thing she can do is coach. She's now the only coach in women's basketball to ever win two national championships at different schools. And she did it in her second year. That's pretty remarkable. But I'm going to tell you something about the game, two things that happened in it that I want to get your opinions on today. When you're watching a game as a fan, I don't care if it's a men's game or a women's game, it's a college game or an NBA game. I'm getting a little tired of people complaining about the way the game was officiated. One thing I will agree with, how in the world is it that when Kim Mulkey initiates contact with an official on the sideline, She's not teed up. And that's just not Kim Mulkey. That could be Elliott if he was coaching. Okay? That's ridiculous. That's a technical foul. I don't care if you're coaching middle school. And yet they didn't do it. They, they never. I mean, it, what I saw, she appeared to initiate the contact with the official. Don't understand why that wasn't a technical foul. And then about the way the game was officiated. Why, how can coaches complain on the one hand about the other team not getting fouls called on them when you complain about the fouls called on you? You, What has to be done, in my opinion, you got to call more fouls. Players will adjust. If at the beginning of the game, and, and here's the other thing. If I'm going to call a foul for, I don't know, hand-checking two minutes into the game, you better call a foul for hand-checking two minutes left in the game. Consistency. So I want to know when you watch a game what you think about the officiating. How should a game be officiated in your view? And then it's very interesting 
for those of you who watch TV 20, I always do my Russell report on Monday nights, and I'm, I'm focusing on this tonight. I took LSU and Florida and compared the way they went after coaches. Here's what I mean. Let's take football. LSU went after a proven commodity in Kelly at Notre Dame. They, they went big. They swung for the fence. And they hired him. And at least in year one, he certainly exceeded expectation. Florida went after an up-and-comer in Billy Napier. And I think it's fair to say that at this point is an incomplete. But obviously LSU had a better first year. In women's basketball, LSU swung even bigger and lured Mulkey away from a Baylor team where she won multiple national championships. Look what she did. Year two. They're going to be hanging a banner for LSU. Florida decided to keep Kelly Ray Finley, got our team to the NCAAs one year, WNIT the next. But certainly, and, and, and LSU had an advantage with Mulkey. She played in Louisiana. She's from Louisiana. She went back home. But certainly, check that higher for LSU. And then in men's basketball, they went after an up-and-comer after Will Wade destroyed them and cheated. And McMahon was a national coach of the year finalist when he was at Murray State, but they had a disastrous first year. Really bad. Obviously, Todd Golden comes from San Francisco, an up-and-comer, and he got to the NIT. So a slight advantage for Florida. But isn't it interesting? And, and, and these are the two schools that you zero in on when it comes to an athletic director and who they choose to hire and how successful those hires are. LSU went big. Florida went up-and-comer route. And let's face it, some of those up-and-comer hires at Florida have been wonderful. Billy Donovan... Tim Walton, and the track coach. I mean, he was a high school coach before becoming an assistant here. So Kevin O'Sullivan, he wasn't even a head coach when he was hired here. So let's not, let's not say that those types of hires don't work. But in the big sports, football, basketball, uh LSU has certainly had the hammer early on here. Gator baseball takes two out of three from Auburn. Yesterday was one of the most bizarre games I've ever had the pleasure to call. Just an odd game yesterday. Florida down eight to three. I thought Auburn made some questionable moves on the mound, and it paid off for Florida. Softball lost two out of three, and uh, they are below 500 in SEC play. And they'll host Auburn Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Gator baseball goes to Tennessee. 
The Tampa Bay Rays, in their 25th year of operation, begin a Hall of Fame. The first member inducted, Don Zimmer. How about that? Wade Boggs is going to go in, and so is Carl Crawford. So, lots to talk about today. Let's hear from you. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Daryl, hello. Hey, Steve. How are you today? Okay. Steve, I'm with you about LSU. I think, you know, for the major sports, they do have an advantage on us. But, you know, like baseball, track, and gymnastics, we got the upper hand on them. Well, I wouldn't say the upper hand. I mean, LSU in baseball is pretty good. I mean, over the years, you know, it's Oh, close, yeah. Well, I mean, it's pretty close. I mean, go go back and look at LSU, you know, and what they've been able to do. Uh, it's been pretty close. But certainly, you know, when you hire Sully and do what he's done, really good. Yeah. And, Steve, as far as the coaches, you know, and the officiating, um, correct me if I'm wrong. Do you think it's who you are in coaching you're going to get the advantage over the officials? Um, not necessarily. Uh, but I think in some cases that's the case. Um, but I think it's a case-by-case basis. I mean, look, how many times have uh, is Coach K going to get a call over a uh, second-year coach? Probably. So, yeah, there's, I think there's something to that. Okay. As far as baseball over the weekend, Steve, I'm with you. I think Butch Thompson left the pitchers in for Auburn too long yesterday, but he's coaching Auburn. I'm not, you know, but, hey, it worked out in Florida. These th- kids don't quit, Steve. No, they don't. I think just the opposite, Daryl. I, I thought pulling the lefty out, you know, at 93 pitches, who's supposed to be their Friday guy, and it had two extra days of rest, I thought was a mistake. And because their bullpen's awful, and yeah, I it, that turned that that in my opinion that turned the entire game around. Yeah, well, I tell you what, that Ike Irish kid for Auburn, Steve, that kid kid keeps it up. He's gonna be something, man. Yeah, I mean they they can hit. They've got some. They have some good bats, but they've been really hurt by injuries on the mound. But they had a chance to win that series. They were had eight to three in game three. Had a chance to win the series, just couldn't hold on. So that sometimes is the point in a series where, you know, it tips one way, but they came close. Yeah. And you made the comment yesterday about Colby Halter, Steve. He, uh, my son plays travel baseball. I'm sorry, my grandson. And one, one of his teammates and their family know him. And they say he is a real good kid. He is a terrific kid. And, you know, when he, you know, started out very slowly, uh, offensively, it didn't affect him. Defensively, he's a good clubhouse guy to have around the team, no doubt. Okay, Steve, have a good day. Okay, thank you, Daryl. Twelve fourteen time check brought to you by Hayes Shillery. Jake and Patrick get right to you. ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Evan Fleischer. 
The NCAA tournament closes out tonight in the national championship game between San Diego State and UConn. San Diego State came through with a 72-71 buzzer beater win over Florida Atlantic in the final four while UConn demolished Miami in a 72-59 win. Catch our coverage of the game starting tonight at 7.30. Number three Gators baseball plays Bethune-Cookman on Tuesday. The Gators are coming off a strong 2-1 series against Auburn and look comfortable on their home turf. The game is set to start at 6 o'clock. Florida softball traveled up to Columbia this weekend to face South Carolina in a three-game series. The Gamecocks overpowered the Gators with a 2-1 record on the weekend. The Gators failed to put up any runs in the final game of the series, taking a 3-0 loss. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Evan Fleischer. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch is doing great work with troubled kids. And those kids certainly need any help they can get to help straighten their lives out. What the Road Heaver Boys Ranch does, they take at-risk boys from troubled homes. They help them through your donations of unused or unwanted vehicles. They take your vehicles, motorcycle, car, truck, just about any kind of vehicle. They give them to the kids. They fix them up. They resell them. They learn and get real-life skills. It helps them, and it goes a long way towards helping the kids. And don't forget, your donations are tax-deductible. If you want to find out more about the Road Heaver Boys Ranch and what it does, you can just simply go and Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org. That's rbr.org, and you'll, and you'll see for yourself the great work the Road Heaver Boys Ranch is doing. ClearSound Audiology. And how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10% or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Nothing's better than taking to Florida's waterways with family and friends. But some boat operators don't realize that bow riding is extremely dangerous. It can lead to tragic accidents if someone falls overboard because of speed or direction changes. Be sure your passengers sit only in manufacturer-designated areas while underway. Their safety is your responsibility. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. Since 1988, the Alachua Conservation Trust has helped preserve more than 54,000 acres of land and wetlands in 16 north-central Florida counties. From easements to historical preservation to environmental education, your donation to the Alachua Conservation Trust assures these lands and new ones are protected for generations to come. Visit AlachuaConservationTrust.org to learn more and to make a donation. That's AlachuaConservationTrust.org. Hey, it's Steve Russell with money-saving news for Florida health care workers and their families. Switch now to My Healthcare Federal Credit Union. Save with their fixed-rate credit card with no balance transfer fees. Get the same low rate on new or used auto loans and opt in to get your paycheck two days early. I don't know about you, but I like saving money anytime I can. I've been a member for over 30 years, and I can't say enough good things about them. My Healthcare Federal Credit Union. Visit myhcfcu.org. 
What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Are you interested in a career providing care and education for children ranging from six weeks to five years old? Career Source of North Central Florida and the University of Florida's Early Childhood Education Center, Baby Gator, will host a career fair Wednesday, April 5th from 10 till 2. Find out about UF's benefits and Baby Gator's bonus program, including competitive salary and time off. That's Wednesday, April 5th from 10 till 2 at Career Source North Central Florida in the Publix Shopping Center on North Main Street in Gainesville. Go to jobs.ufl.edu for more information. From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gator. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF. By the way, if you don't think women's basketball is popular nationally, much like softball is popular nationally, when Iowa and South Carolina played Friday night, 5.5 million people turned to ESPN, the biggest audience ever for a women's NCAA tournament semifinal game. In fact, it was ESPN's most watched college basketball game, men or women, since 2008. So, just saying. Bring Jake in. Hi, Jake. Yeah, and that was some kind of game, too, Steve. Yeah. Hey, um, I wanted to go ahead and just talk about two things real quick with you, uh, Gator Baseball and then the Big Dance. Um, we're pretty fortunate to get out of there two wins. Yep. After being behind eight to three in that third game, but uh, the guys came out solid. But Cags is having a problem on the mound, isn't he? Um, he's struggling a little bit. Yep, but I mean, I, I think the starting pitching as a whole is struggling. It, it's kind of you know we're about halfway through the season now, and it's kind of morphed from the bullpen having issues to now you know the starting pitching having some issues, and Sully kind of talked about that after the game the other day. Okay, well, yeah, we're lucky to get out of there like after losing that first game like that. But I wanted to commend you on your great uh, recommendation that San Diego State was going to win because I was really upset disappointed with the way that game came out. Florida Atlantic blowing a 14-point lead. They couldn't stop them from getting offensive rebounds, man. It, just, it was a shame. I was really pulling for those owls, man. Well, it was but, one of those games where you hated, hated for either team to lose because, you know, they, they blew a big lead and just, you know, it was a tough one. That, 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 that's a tough game for anybody to lose. Yeah, lose with three-tenths of a second on the board. Yeah. Really bad. But, uh, you know, it doesn't re- I don't think it really matters because, as I always say a lot of times, you know, San Diego State's got a 50-50 chance against Connecticut till the ball goes up in the air and after that they can kiss the rears goodbye because there ain't no way. They just take a miracle for them to beat Connecticut. They're just, man. That, is that guy's name Sanago or whatever that big guy's name is? 
dominant guy I've seen for a long, long time. He reminded me of the opposite end of the sports and football, how in high school I used to go watch uh, uh, Union County when they had Gerard Warren. and man, They put three guys on Gerard Warren, and he'd pull them over like a bowling ball. That guy for Connecticut is just the same. Uh, that guy is he's tough, don't you think? I do. Um, I, I the, the path that I see for San Diego State, low-scoring game. And, and their forte is defense, but I think the higher scoring the game probably favors UConn. I, I just hope it's a good game. Yeah, I think that uh, I think UConn's beaten most people on average by about 22, 23 points. I think that uh, I think they're going to beat them by a dozen or better, but I'll take it off the air. Thanks. All right. Thank you, Jake. Uh, Patrick, hello. Hi, Steve. How are you? Good. Thank you. Good. I, I, I agree with the last caller about the baseball game. Um, you know, we were lucky to get two wins out of that uh, series. Uh, um, I think you can blame the Auburn coach uh, for losing that series with some of those questionable decisions he made. Yeah, there were um, some head scratchers there, in my opinion. No question. Oh, man. There was a lot. And it was a lot of mountains. That's for sure, too. Um, very long game. Um, Three long games, in fact. Yes. <laughs> Those new rules for baseball didn't kick in this weekend, that's for sure. They certainly did not. Yeah, that, yes, that was that was a long series. I'm glad we got through it, though, and, uh, and you're starting pitching. I, I, it's going to – I mean, everybody has their lulls and stuff, but, uh, you know, I, I think Cax, you know, he's got some issues with, you know, his his arm slot. I think he needs to get that figured out a little bit. And, you know, it's – um, Waldrop looked good. I like seeing that him being dominant again. And, you know, everybody has a bad game. You can't win them all with uh, Sproat. So uh, he'll come back, especially for a big series this weekend. So, um, but uh, what I, you kind of opened Pandora's box a little bit. It was definitely a tease when you were uh, comparing the hires with LSU and, uh, and Florida. And I, and I have found that very interesting myself. Um, I, I, I'm just fascinated that, you know, we see our rivals like LSU swinging for the fences um, and, and, and actually succeeding, getting a, a big-time football coach and, and Brian Kelly. And not nothing against uh, Billy Napier. Um, you know, he was proven in what he was doing four straight seasons of, what, you know, 10 wins. And, um, you know, he's been proven as a great recruiter, and that's something that we actually needed. And I like what he's doing here. Um, but, you know, we had our chance to swing for the fences for people like Brian Kelly, and we never did that. Same with Todd Golden, which was even a bigger head-scratcher, um, because he only had one really good season at San Francisco, and I can't say all the other programs around the country are really wanting to hire Todd Golden from what I saw. It was all surprise to everybody, and um, I, I just wonder, I, I'm trying to understand why Florida, a, a school that has all these resources in the SEC, um, and then we get all this TV money, why we don't do that, especially for an athletic director that is uh, not going to lie. I mean, he probably doesn't have one more football hire in him and definitely not one basketball hire left in him if he wants to keep his job. So I just wanted to hear your thoughts on that. Sure. I don't it, think it, care. All right. Thank you, Patrick. There's not an easy answer to the question, Patrick. I'm a big history guy, okay? I th somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. But the last time Florida went for a, quote, 
home run hire, unquote, was Norm Sloan. Norm had coached here, went to NC State, won the national championship. He wore his welcome there, and he came here. Well, that was considered, especially in basketball then, which had done nothing to be a big-time hire. Dan Mullen was not an up-and-comer. That hire didn't work out. Mike White was not an up-and-comer. He'd had two other jobs. That hire didn't work out. So, but I mean, was it the was it the level of a Kim Mulkey or a Kelly in those hires? No. Florida historically has gone, for whatever the reason, the up and comer route. Now, okay, let's let's take another coach, Jenny Rowland. Uh, I think she's been pretty good. Right? In fact, congratulations to Jenny and the team for getting back to the NCAA championships. So, you know, it's just philosophy. It's just luck sometimes. And I said this earlier, LSU had an advantage with Mulkey because she was from Louisiana, played, you know, at La Tech, wanted to come back home. Florida got that with Steve Spurrier. Right? He came back home. So, that's been done too. Steve was not, you know, a slam dunk hire in the sense of he had turned around Duke, but he'd not been a pro coach except for the USFL. So it wasn't like they were hiring a, a guy who won, you know, a bunch of championships, but he was an established head coach. 1228, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Talk softball, baseball, hoops. That's what we're here for today. I left today open because of this. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If you have joint pain and they're telling you surgery is your best option, please stop what you're doing and call QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. The folks at QC Kinetics use the latest, most advanced regenerative treatments to bring lasting pain relief the natural way. Regenerative medicine harnesses your own body's healing agents to restore and repair damaged tissue in your knees, hips, shoulder, and back. The precision treatments are done in the office with no drugs and no downtime. QC Kinetics has hundreds of clinics all over America and thousands and thousands of satisfied patients. If your joints are aching from arthritis or injury, look beyond steroids and surgery and discover the amazing possibilities with regenerative medicine, especially this time of the year. You need to be living life to the fullest and doing the stuff you love to do. If you can get relief and avoid going under the knife, doesn't it make sense to check it out? Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. But since they opened their doors in 1971... They have been the community partner of Gainesville, Ocala, and North Central Florida. Meldon Law is there through all kinds of weather, with offices in Gainesville, Lake City, and Ocala. Meldon Law, we won't back down.
Your home is full of potential, and small changes can make a huge difference. So make your list, pick your designs, and when you're ready to make that potential come to life, rely on Radiant Credit Union to help you get there. A home equity line of credit from Radiant can give you the funds for a home refresh, upgrade to your appliances, or whatever you want to do. Plus, Radiant's special intro rate makes it even more affordable. Visit RadiantCU.org potential to apply today. Federally insured by NCUA. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds this afternoon with temperatures getting into the upper 80s and even in some spots close to 90 degrees. I do think there's an isolated chance for a shower or thunderstorm, especially along and east of I-75 through the early evening. Otherwise, most areas, especially west of I-75, will remain dry. After midnight tonight, areas of fog are possible with temperatures falling in the low 60s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Dallard. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. I'm in a, an old building. Either you get the heat in the winter or the AC in the summer. I'm in bed early-ish, midnight. Everyone's up. No one goes, it's so hot in here. Open the windows. Try to get a little cross grease growing. Can't because the way the windows work, it's like, I can't explain you it. You ain't getting it, no sleep. It's then. almost like you, a danger. You got, you got no yeah. sleep last night. Oh, 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 I got no sleep. <laughs> Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Patrick says he's a frustrated Gator fan because of our up-and-comer philosophy hiring. In Billy's case, we're paying him somewhere in the neighborhood of $7 million uh, for something unproven. I see what LSU's doing in football and women's basketball. We're behind the eight ball. I think it's time for a change. Steven says the rest were atrocious yesterday. Caitlin Clark got a tactical for tossing the ball while Mulkey walked all over the court all night, made physical contact with the ref with zero penalty. Get the, get the good and the experienced officials that will let them play. Ray, welcome to Sports Scene. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Good. Hey, uh, didn't Strickland try to hire Mulkey back when he hired Newbar? Uh, I'm not aware of that. I thought I'd read some articles where he, she was his first choice, but she turned him down. I don't know if actual contact was. I mean, look, anybody would, you know, given Mulkey's track record, you know, would want to hire her. Um, but I don't know that there was actual contact, talk, whatever. Okay. And on baseball, do you think it might be time to drop Curlin down in the order and put Robertson back at the top? Um, it's funny. I got two emails I'm going to read about that very same thing. I think I would let it go one more weekend. Let's see how he does tomorrow, you know, against Bethune. 
and then go from there. I look, big league players go in slumps, right? And I think sometimes at the college level, because there's fewer games in the big league, big leagues have, you have less time to figure it out. And Sully has moved people around. Let's face it, Robertson was leading off. I think he's very comfortable in the nine hole. Wyatt Langford has let off. Why not lead him off? And maybe put hit Curlin too if you want to flip flop that. So, you know, there's some there's some things he can do, but I would wait another week. Okay. And on softball, do you think they might be in trouble? Well, I the the problem with softball is in league games they're just not good. I mean that that's just especially for Tim Walton's teams, you know, they're hitting two fifty three in the league. Uh, and their team ERA is five. So those aren't, you know, Florida-type numbers in the league. Auburn's coming here, and they even hit less in the league than Florida does, but they pitch it better. So anxious to see, you know, coming back home, you know, what Florida will do. But, you know, South Carolina, give them credit. I mean, they, they still, after beating Florida, are hitting less than 230 in league games. And they still have the worst ERA in the league in SEC games. And yet, their pitcher yesterday was great. Yeah, she's a transfer from FAU, and I think her record's 7-1. and one. She's got like a 2.6 ERA. But that was getting to another question. I don't think Tim's done very good in his transfer portal pitchers the last two years. Uh, fear not, because there's help on the way next year. He's yeah, got. I know that, but I'm just. This well, is this year. Hopefully I mean, be next year, but that's another story. But. No, yeah, it is, but I mean, look. You know, the, the, first of all, there's more of the season to go, so maybe things get straightened out, and, you know, you don't. I keep saying this; nobody wants to hear me. You don't stay on top, forever. That's true. Okay, Steve. Appreciate okay. It. Yes, sir. Thank you. Butch, welcome to the show. Hey, two quick questions for you, I think. Well, all the time and the second thing in baseball and when you can hit and how quick you've got to pitch, who keeps the time? Does the umpire behind the plate have to keep all of those times? I believe that's in the box that they do. Up in the press box, they do that. Okay. Well, that answers that. And number two, the officiating in yesterday's game. And, I, you know, it's it's not really – Unfair because both of them got called as badly as anybody. But I don't think I've ever seen a game of officiating more controversial than yesterday's women's basketball. And like I say, it was equal, so it all balances out that way. And do you think it was? Yes, I think it, I think it was poorly officiated in the sense of if you're going to give Caitlin Clark a technical foul for you know throwing the ball behind her back, and uh, fine. But then when a coach, whoever the coach is, in this case happened to be Mulkey, you know, seems to initiate physical contact with an official and there's no technical called, well, then that's not good officiating. And the obvious question is, is I'm assuming that in, in collegiate sports, the, the officials, that's not their full-time job and they do something else. But, and you know that they rate those people to try to pick the best crew, but it looks like they tried to pick the very worst crew they could find. Uh, I don't know whether there are any comments made after the game or not by the coaches. I doubt there was, but I had just really seen poor. So. 
Yeah, but I mean, it anyway, wasn't it wasn't a greatly officiated game. I'll just say that. Yeah. All right, Steve, thanks a lot, man. Which, thank you. But that didn't have anything to do with LSU winning it. The other thing I kind of took issue with was Angel Reese and the, you know, you won't see me, John Cena thing. Look, Caitlin Clark did that. So if you're going to be fair about it, okay, then she should have the right to do it too. I'm just not sure of her reasoning behind it, you know, when she said why she did it. And, you know, it's where I'm from, you know, all that. Well, okay, but does that make it right? If I grow up someplace that's violent, does it make it okay if I'm violent? It doesn't. So, I don't know. If you have a comment on that, you can talk about it to me. She was roasted on social media, and uh, I kind of get it. William says, starting to have some nightmares about our starting pitching. Better get off to better starts against Tennessee. Won't be as lucky against them as we were against Auburn. Relief Relief looked good minus Purnell. Would you have any thoughts about moving Curlin down? Just mentioned that. Um, In the last two weekends, he's looked overmatched. And he said, Prevesk or Evans in right for you? Uh, I would keep Evans there to start the series uh, on Thursday. And then, you know, then we'll see. But I do think, you know, Prevesk could be inserted if there's a right hand. Could they platoon there, you know, perhaps? But I still think uh, they're going to stick with him, at least in the short term. BB says, crazy and strange sports weekend. FAU had a game one till they didn't. Clark looks simply unreal against Carolina. LSU's basketball coach dressed like a bright pink flamenco dancer. Uh, had me thinking I was hallucinating. And then Sunday, Formula One racing with helmet cams. Johnny Mack playing for a million in pickleball at a casino. LSU ladies amazingly destroying Iowa at the same time. Same time our Gators played perhaps the strangest game in Gator baseball history. Sports Weekend was like one of those 60s LSD drug trips you hear about. He said, now where did I park my flower power VW microbus? <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of things this weekend. It was kind of a cool weekend, actually, but yeah, there were a lot of different things happening. Uh, Dequarius, hello. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Good. Yeah, I wanted to talk to you about the um, Brian Kelly thing. Uh-huh. I, I think if we had a Brought Brian Kelly, we might have got a a slight better record, but I don't think it would have been like him taking us to the um, SEC championship because you got to look at it. But the past three coaches that we had uh, after after Meyer, they didn't recruit that well. The last three coaches that LSU had, all three of them won a national title. And the recruiting classes was always in the top five. So that's what you got to look at. Brian Kelly walked into a, a already built team with talent. Some of them left, and he just added some more talent to it. So he didn't really have a talent drop-off. Billy Napier is deal, dealing with a bigger problem. Uh, I would disagree with that because some of the talent, like a lot of the talent, at, F- at uh, LSU, left. In other words, 
to Burroughs and people like that of the world left. Now, there was a receiver there uh, who was supposed to be pretty good, but I'm looking at a, at a three-round mock uh, of, of one particular place in this year's NFL draft. Their edge guy, uh, Ojolari, good player. So he inherited him, okay? He's probably going to be, eh, you know, second-round guy, okay? But who else on that team do you think is going to be drafted highly? Uh, the freshman that he got, Harold Perkins, when he leaves. Well, when he leaves. Uh, okay, I mean, that, that's part of who he has. I, I agree. But it isn't like my point is – it is, I mean, and, and at quarterback, right, you're going to have a first-round guy going to the NFL. Jaden Daniels is a yeah, good quarterback, but he ain't a first-round guy. Nah, he ain't first-round, but um, they, got a, they got a kid. He got hurt in the Florida State guy. He should be back this year. But his name, uh, Mason Smith, he's a defensive lineman, five-star. Uh, he, he's pretty good. He, he probably could be a first-round, second-round player. He, he, was, uh, he inherited him. Okay, but I'm still going to stick by what I said. Florida is probably going to have, and this look, it's a small sample size, and I think people make this mistake, Aquarius, that when you look at, say, the first three rounds of the draft, right, if Florida has three guys taken and LSU has one guy taken, well, Florida has more talent. Well, that's not necessarily so for the reasons that you point out, because some of the talent might be young and not draftable yet. I'm just saying to you that I don't know that LSU had some guys that in the upper, you know, senior guys, there's not going to be many picked. And I think arguably, you know, Butte's probably going to get picked, but I don't think he was great last year. He regressed, I thought, last year for them. So, you know, they are not. Gonna, it's not going to be a – a big class for them going out. So, but we'll see. Yeah, and last thing, um, he had he also had a top five um, recruiting class. Then he was top five in the portal last year. That's what I'm saying. LSU talent rate has not dropped off because they always in the top five in recruiting. So, and Florida hasn't had a top five class in how long? Right. Since, uh, Will Muschamp. But – the transfer portal is part of that. And Kelly got those players in the transfer portal. Correct? Yeah, he, but high school players, too. He, he had a yeah, top five. Yeah. Well, but, that's, but, you're, but you're making my point. They brought a guy in who did that right away. But LSU been doing this, Steve. I don't care if, they, if they've been coach. doing it or not. You have a new coach. And a new coach yeah, was able to sell his product faster than the one here. That's a fact. Yeah, I understand. But I'm saying Florida, Florida recruiting is not the same. That LSU recruiting has never went down. Florida, Florida, they always going up. Florida has, since the last three coaches, recruiting hasn't been that good. That's what I'm saying why. It doesn't matter what coach you bring in there. Nine times out of ten, he's going to get good results because the talent level is good because they never dropped off in recruit. That's all I'm saying. I got you. All right. Thank you for your call, Aquarius. I get it. I don't – and I agree 
that, you know, when you brought in the class that LSU got with Burrow and all those guys, yes. But go back and look at LSU's record as well. My point is this. I'm not saying Billy Napier is not going to work out at Florida. But LSU went for an established guy who got a program in Notre Dame to the playoff, and he worked the portal and also worked the high school thing. And that's one of the reasons they had a better record than Florida did, because they did that. 1246, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Good afternoon, I'm Evan Fleischer. The NCAA tournament closes out tonight in the national championship game between San Diego State and UConn. San Diego State came through with a 72-71 buzzer beater win over Florida Atlantic in the Final Four, while UConn demolished Miami in a 72-59 win. Catch our coverage of the game starting tonight at 7.30. Number 3 Gators baseball plays Bethune-Cookman on Tuesday. The Gators are coming off a strong 2-1 series against Auburn and look comfortable on their home turf. The game is set to start at 6 o'clock. Florida Gymnastics is heading to the NCAA Championship for the 39th time in program history. The Gators took a nail-biting second-place spot in the NCAA Pittsburgh Regional Finals, topping Michigan State by a mere .15 points. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Evan Fleischer. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The good people at Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue, invite you to come see them and test drive their vehicles. But if you're looking for a new one, wrong place to go. They don't have any. And they haven't since opening their doors 40-plus years ago. They do have the best in late-model, low-mileage vehicles. I'm driving one now. I've driven one for a long time. And every one of the vehicles I've gotten has been great. It will be for you, too. They work really hard to bring you the widest and best selection of vehicles possible so you have the best choice to make for the vehicle that you want. Go online, secars.com. You'll see the vehicles. All the pertinent information is there. Of course, you can go see them in person and test drive them yourself. When you go see them in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. Special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-758-758. 7980 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-758-7980. That's 800-758-7980. What do you have to lose? Call 800-758-7980. Again, 800-758-7980. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. 
If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10% or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. Clearsound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public, so we decided to sing about it. When you roll the Charmin, don't you stop on the party? This is most of Ultrasoft is irresistibly soft and more absorbent, so you can use less. Enjoy the go with Charmin. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM. 8.50 a.m., WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Roger says, uh, hope doing great with MLB starting. He says, go Yankees. Gator basketball hiring coach is still under evaluation. Next year's important. Have high hopes. At least we can say we played and lost at home to FAU and UConn, teams in the Final Four and maybe to an eventual, eventual national champion. Uh, Daniel says a lot happening this weekend. Took the route of watching the gymnastics team perform this weekend. Showed tremendous resiliency after having one of the greatest college gymnasts of all time go down with an injury. Team had to rely on each other and shift lineups and insert gymnasts who didn't expect to have to perform. And they still punched their ticket to the championship. Special shout out to uh, Chloe Clark and Bree Edwards having to hit two vaults in a row after Sloan Blakely had an unfortunate fall on the vault. If either one of them stumbled, you have to be sitting at home now two weeks to get Trinity back. Yeah, a little less than two weeks, but yes, that's true. Uh, Andrew, hello. Yeah, I was. Uh, I heard about that Clark Angel fiasco last night. Oh, Angel, Angel you... Clark, yes. Oh, Re- Angel and Reese? Angel, Angel, Angel. Yeah, okay, I, I see what you're saying now. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yep. Uh, I was just wondering if you think that's a good look for the sport, and then also, like, the fact that she, like, after the game still made excuses for her behavior, I was just like, you got to be kidding. I, I know you get caught up in the moment. Maybe you do something dumb. But then she's, like, justifying her actions. I was just like, you got to be kidding me. Well, there's there, there's two sides to this coin, I think, Andrew. And I, and I mentioned this earlier. If you're going to criticize her, well, then criticize – Clark, because she did it too. Okay, That's fair enough. I mean, why? If, if in other words, if you can do the Cena thing, right now, I made mention of this earlier. After the game, you know, she went and said, "This is who I am. This is you know uh, where I come from in the hood and all that stuff." I mean, 
that to me didn't belong in the conversation. I just think she was trying to say, this is who I am. Well, okay, if that's who you are, fine. Then people will either accept you or not accept you. So that's about all you can say with that. Do you think it tainted it? I kind of had a bad taste in my mouth. I was like, that's, that's not how you win. She could have been the bigger person. And, I mean, the girl was, like, so distraught. And she's, like, she's like kicking a dog while he's down. Well, she didn't like, even see it, she said. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Clark said she didn't even notice it. So. Okay. You know. I was just, like, I've never really seen. I've seen in sports. I know people, like. They act kind of like that, but I never really seen it where like the ending. I never really seen it where they kind of like get like they just get so personal. And she was like following her around the court and stuff. I'm like, that's personal. That's I don't know. I think she took it too far. All right, all right. Appreciate it, Andrew. Thank you for your call. Let's bring Chris in here. Hi, Chris. Hey, uh, Steve. I, I actually want to take the exact opposite stance. Um, First off, I'm I'm for trash talking, uh, which I know you and I disagree, but uh, I think it makes it fun. I think it's nice to have a heel, somebody to root against. But I see this double standard throughout sports. The last time we saw it this bad um, was uh, the comparisons of Aaron Rodgers and Cam Newton. But people say Aaron has uh, high energy and he's a rah-rah guy, and they, they crush Cam for the same thing, doing the – exact same stuff that he showboats and now we're seeing it again um i i think it's clear where the double standard is coming from if you go back and watch um the iowa player she did that throughout the season and before the game they they like were lauding her for it that she has fire she looks like a the girl next door but then she's you know out there talking trash i mean i, I listened to the pregame and they were lauding her for the same thing that they are blasting the other girl for and i think it's i think it's very obvious where this double standard comes did she have to justify it what's that did she have to justify it did clark have to justify it uh no i mean then why does the other one have to justify it i don't i don't don't think anybody has to justify it okay well but she she apparently thought she had to i think i think it's what what is we're blasting this one girl and not blasting the other girl. Yeah, so, like I just you know, said. Either either talk trash or you don't talk trash. Yeah, like I said, you, uh, Caitlin Clark did that. Okay, and if you're gonna if you're gonna say that what uh, Angel Reese did was wrong, well then you're gonna you have to say what Caitlin Clark did was wrong. Okay, right. but Clark didn't sit there on a podium and you know, discuss her background and where she came from and why she did it. That's the difference. Yep, because they, they weren't picking uh, Clark apart after the Louisville game for doing it. Yeah, they did. There was some criticism of her for doing that. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Steve. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, look, you can be all for trash talking all you want. And, and again, that's fine. That, that's what we're, you know, into now. Okay? So, and, and this is what she said. I, I'm, I'm reading what she said. All year, I was critiqued for who I was. I don't fit the narrative. I don't fit the box y'all want me to be in. I'm too hood. I'm too ghetto. Y'all told me that all year. Who told her that? Who told her that? That's what I'd like to know. Who told her that? 
when other people do it and you all don't say nothing. Okay, that's the point you want to make. I, I can better understand that point. So she says, so this is for the girls that look like me, for those that want to speak up for what they believe in. It's unapologetically you, and that's what I did before tonight. It was bigger than me tonight, and Twitter's going to go into a rage every time, unquote. Okay, you have every right to do that. Now, Clark said, I didn't notice it. Uh, she said, all the credit in the world to LSU. I think some people are trying to make this a black-white issue, and that's fine if that's you know where you want to go. Um, and Reese did say, to be fair, Caitlin Clark's a hell of a player for sure, but I was in my bag. I was in my moment. Okay? So this is where, if this is where the game is going to go, then if you're going to taunt and you're going to do that kind of stuff, then and maybe we can do what he just said. Is that something you think belongs in the game or not? That's our first hour. We thank you for listening. We'll discuss this more in hour two. Talk Gator sports over the weekend as well as you listen to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If you have joint pain and they're telling you surgery is your best option, please stop what you're doing and call QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. The folks at QC Kinetics use the latest, most advanced regenerative treatments to bring lasting pain relief the natural way. Regenerative medicine harnesses your own body's healing agents to restore and repair damaged tissue in your knees, hips, shoulder, and back. The precision treatments are done in the office with no drugs and no downtime. QC Kinetics has hundreds of clinics all over America and thousands and thousands of satisfied patients. If your joints are aching from arthritis or injury, look beyond steroids and surgery and discover the amazing possibilities with regenerative medicine, especially this time of the year. You need to be living life to the fullest and doing the stuff you love to do. If you can get relief and avoid going under the knife, doesn't it make sense to check it out? Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I first heard of Exceptional Dentistry through family. Our dentist had retired, and we were looking for a new dentist, and I valued everybody's input from the family. And so they said that it was professional, well done, friendly staff. Uh, they were just so impressed. I would like people to know about Exceptional Dentistry, that you can trust them implicitly to do the best job ever. It's not your worry. Let's put the worry in their hands, and then you'll have a great outcome. Let them do their thing. It's a great spot. We recommend them to everybody. 
This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Severe weather is on the rise every year. Rather than relying on our aging power grid, millions are choosing to protect their homes with Generac Home Standby Generators. Would you like to be a part of this lucrative industry? Generator Supercenter, the nation's number one Generac generator dealer, has a franchise opportunity available in Gainesville, Ocala. Join the industry-leading team with a proven franchise model generating three streams of revenue. Limited opportunities are available. Learn more at GeneratorFranchise.com. That's GeneratorFranchise.com. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene. Elliot's producing. We'll take your phone calls, questions, comments. Good first hour. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Big Gator weekend. Lots to talk about there. Uh, we talked about LSU and that whole situation with the, you know, you won't see me stuff. Uh, we'll talk about whatever you want today. 392-8255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. You know what I find interesting? And I kind of understand it. Let me ask this question. I think it's pretty obvious that if you base and judge this following statement just on callers alone, out of 100 callers, 99 are men. We don't hear much from women, although obviously you are certainly welcome to participate. That's just the nature of the genre, I think. Okay? But it's funny to me that, or maybe it's just the fan base is different. Florida baseball is 7-2 and two in the league. 7-2. and two. And yet people are emailing and calling about, well, should we move Curlin down in the order? Uh, the starting pitching isn't very good. Before it was the relief pitching isn't very good. Gators softball is below 500 in the SEC and nobody's calling or criticizing. I just think what happens is that there's more of a pass given for some reason. Or maybe it isn't as passionate. I don't know. And it's also very rare when softball is where it is. And look, it isn't like they're terrible. I got an email earlier, I want to pass along here, and, oh, by the way, before I do that, um, let me talk to you about the SEC in baseball, because rarely have I seen it so top-heavy. It's amazing to me where this has gone. Think about this as we're three weeks into the SEC. In the SEC East, Florida is 7-2 and two in the league. They're in fourth place in the SEC East with a 7-2 and two record. Vanderbilt, 9-0. and 0. 
Kentucky and South Carolina 8-1. and one. The first place team in the West is 6-3, and three, and that's LSU and Arkansas. There are eight teams in the league that are below 500 in the league. Eight. Pretty amazing. That's just how this is. But man, we're talking the East being the beasts so far. And that doesn't even include Tennessee, who's off to a four and five start. Florida does get to play Georgia, who's one and eight. They don't get to play Mississippi State, who was one and eight. But they did play Ole Miss, who was one and eight. They will play three and six Texas A&M. They just played three and six Alabama. They just played three and six Auburn. My point: they've yet to play cream of the crop in the league at least as it is now. So they're better, at least on paper, more competitive games are yet to come. Joe says, if the starting pitching continues to struggle, do you think there's a chance Neely moves back to the starting rotation and does Slater have the stuff to be the closer? Uh, If it got to that point, Joe, where... Sully would have to make a move. Then it becomes, do you make three moves for one? Your scenario. Because if you, let, let's just say, I'll just pick one. Caglione goes out of the rotation. And you put Neely in there. Well, now, what role does Cags have as a pitcher? And then, who's the closer? Well, Slater could, I think, based on what he's done. But I don't know what you want to make, you know, all those moves. Maybe Slater becomes a starter. Because he can certainly go that route, and you keep Neely where he is. So, to me, you want to have the fewest moving parts possible. James sent me something about the college baseball pace of play new rules uh, ticking coaches off. Look, we can debate whether the rules are good or not, but honestly, if you've gone to a Gator game this year, and I want you to call me and tell me this, do you think that's changed anything? It really hasn't. It hasn't changed much. Look, if there's a pitch clock, pitchers have got to pitch more quickly. That's just that's how it is. Now, we can debate whether or not the rules are good, but that's what you have to do. Mike says, if I was Coach Walton, i get on the phone, try to hire Oklahoma's pitching coach back. Both softball and baseball have serious problems with pitching. Um, I don't know that Florida has a serious problem with pitching. Um, because, again, if you look at the stats, all right, Florida in the league has a team ERA of 4.86. That's exactly in the middle of the pack. A serious problem is Mississippi State with 
That's last. With Georgia, 6.54. With Auburn, 6.10. So, you know, that is funny. Florida is going into Tennessee, who has the best team ERA in the league, 2.72. But yet, uh, hitting-wise, they're only hitting 294. That's one of the reasons why they're not doing well in the East. And look at Ole Miss. They hit pretty well. They hit 304, but their team ERA is almost six. All right, had a good first hour on the calls. Let's hear from you, 392-8255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Bill uh, has a question about baseball. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry, this is Tom. He says, uh, I wonder what the next big change will be for college athletics. Will participation and eligibility be based on enrollment, mutual need, and financial incentives, rather than the four-year limitation criteria. We're headed down the path where a few, if any, restrictions can or will be placed on an athlete's rights to maximize full advantage of the NIL. Tommy, one thing is, is for sure. There's going to have to be a lot of flexibility when it comes to athletes, coaches, administrators, the NCAA, anybody else. So let's just understand that. And right now, the problem is no one knows where it's going. John says you were discussing coaches and bad hires, fires, et cetera, made me think what head coach hired by Florida and subsequently fired in hindsight was actually a good hire. My example is Ron Zook. UF certainly had reason to fire him as he could never win 10 games, but his recruiting was to some degree responsible for the 2006 national title. Um, Boy, I I guess it also depends on your definition of a good hire, right? I mean, yes, Urban took some of Zook's recruits and it did help, but I don't know that it was a good hire overall. I would quibble with the definition of that because the bottom line is winning games. That's what a coach is supposed to do. And unfortunately, Zucker didn't win enough of them. So that's that I think is what most people judge a good hire or a bad hire by. Good, bad, wrong, right. I think that's the case. Uh, let's get uh, Bobby's call. Bobby, hello. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Okay. Well, I was going to tell you about um, LSU coach. I got a friend that lives in uh, Waco, and she played ball for Waco, way, uh, for Baylor way back. And she said that, that she had huge problems with the administration there is why she left Baylor to start with. And so LSU snatched her up, you know. Uh, I mean, I guess to find problems with the administration, I mean, she was there a long time. Yeah, well, I talked to her and I I asked her, I said, well, why did she leave Baylor? She had such a good thing going on there. She said, she said there was a, 
there was huge problems with the administration is what it was. Well, I mean, maybe so, but I'm telling you what Kim Mulkey said and when she left, okay, um, she said it was mainly her desire to go home. Right. Now, maybe yeah, she, she did might, that just to be... Not, she might not want to say anything about the... Well, see... You know, she she might have wanted to just let that lay where it was. You know, I, I disagree with that, knowing Kim Mulkey's personality. Kim yeah, Mulkey but, will tell anyway, you... this girl, she played for Baylor, and she lives in Waco, and she goes to all the games and everything, and she that's just what she told me. Understand. Understand. But anyway, but the other thing I wanted to ask you about, I forgot the kid's name that came in late for the Gators and just shut Auburn down. You mean yesterday, Slater? Yeah. Yesterday, yeah. I mean, that kid, I mean, that kid just came in there and really put the stuff on him. Oh, that's what he's supposed to do. I mean, that's what you hope is going to happen they, anyway. Sometimes it don't work out that way. And right. They, and they were behind like they were and everything. And then everybody, it, it seemed like everybody just fed off of him. Well, I don't know if they fed off of him. I mean, he did his job. I mean, you you can pitch well and your offense doesn't do anything and it doesn't help. So, right. But he did his job. You know, he held them he in sure check while mean, the offense was, picked it up. I was really pleased with his performance. Should be. Yes, sir. Well, All right, thank Bobby. You very much, yes, Steve. sir. Thank you for your call. One fifteen time check brought to you by Hayes. Shall we? We'll get to D and others next. ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Victoria Alves. March Madness is coming to a close tonight as San Diego State takes on UConn for the NCAA championship title. San Diego State pulled a buzzer beater to win against Florida Atlantic, while UConn had a strong game blowing out the Miami Hurricanes to conquer the Final Four. Live coverage of tonight's game will begin here at 7.30. In Gator Sports, Florida Softball will host Auburn Thursday through Saturday. Florida are looking to bounce back after losing two out of three games to South Carolina during their weekend series on Sunday. Gator Gymnastics placed second during the NCAA Regional Finals, punching their ticket to the National Semifinals despite the absence of Florida standout Trinity Thomas. Semifinals will be hosted in Fort Worth, Texas on April 13th. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Victoria Alves. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You know, where you bank is a very important decision to make, one you don't take lightly. You want to make sure you know the people at the bank, they're friendly, and they provide you great service. Well, that's exactly what Florida healthcare workers have when they bank at My Healthcare Federal Credit Union. It's a place I have banked for over 30 plus years. They've got some great money saving news for you. And remember, they do other things besides the normal daily banking. For example, they have car loan rate discounts for concierge car buying services and green vehicles as well. And their electronic services include home banking, mobile app, and a 24-hour telephone teller. My Healthcare Federal Credit Union has a low fixed rate car with no annual or balance transfer fees. And if you need a car loan, they can give you the same low interest rate on new and used vehicles because at a lot of places, used car rates are typically higher, and they're not at My Healthcare Federal Credit Union. They even have an option for you to get your paycheck two days early. So for more information, 
Go to the place I have banked for over 30 years, my Healthcare Federal Credit Union, and you can go to myhcfcu.org. That's myhcfcu.org, the, the uh, Healthcare Federal Credit Union. It's good to be able to make a change, to never feel stuck. That's why at Cox, we're making a change too. Now Cox Internet plans are flexible, so you can choose to just go with Internet, add TV tomorrow, or home automation down the line. It's easier than ever to get just what you want and nothing you don't. Flexible plans from Cox. Change anytime. No commitments, no penalties. See for yourself at cox.com slash internet. Additional services can be added at then current regular rates. All services subject to residential customer service agreement and acceptable use policy. Restrictions apply. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles, with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800 758-7980 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-758-7980. That's 800-758-7980. What do you have to lose? Call 800-758-7980. Again, 800-758-7980. By now, you know that sound. It's the sound of the Home Depot. But what about those sounds? Those are the sounds of your spring cleaning with a new laundry set featuring large capacity and innovations to make laundry day quicker and more efficient. Making this the sound of savings on top brand appliances. Bring on spring with savings on select laundry appliances in-store and online at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Have you ever noticed that when the afternoon light hits your floors, you can see everything, including dust? So much dust. And that floor dust gets kicked up into the air, compromising the quality of air you and your family breathe. Eesh. Swiffer Heavy Duty Sweeper is the fast and easy way to clean your floors with ultra-thick pads that trap and lock dust before it gets in the air. Just a couple minutes a day. And dust is gone. Swiffer Heavy Duty Sweeper. Proud partner of the American Lung Association. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Coming up at 4, it's the Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. 
right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Wednesday of this week, a programming note. Don't forget, 11 o'clock, Jeff and I with our on-deck baseball show. Then, sports scene that day will only go till 1 o'clock. We'll have Rays baseball. By the way, there's only three unbeaten teams left in Major League Baseball. Three. And they're all in the American League. And the Rays are one of them. Interesting. D, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing, Steve? Good. Uh... Good. I want to talk about this uh, this LSU uh, situation, mm-hmm. and the uh, Caitlin Clark. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, I'm I'm a huge Caitlin Clark fan. I I don't believe this has anything to do with her. Uh, she's catching a lot of you know backlash for really no reason. But uh, you know, I love the trash talking, the intensity. Steve, uh, we talked about this. You know, Colin Castleton is a is a fiery guy. Uh, he he trash talks, and I loved it, man, because that's. That's just part of the game now. You know, intimidation, you know, mental, psychological warfare is a part of it. We talked about it in the uh, Miami-Florida baseball series, all the all the trash talk and all that stuff lead, uh, that went on in that series. But the problem is, Steve, is one is being portrayed one way and the other is being portrayed in another way, and we, we know it's racial, man. Uh, you know, Angel, Angel Reese is, uh, is being portrayed when she does it, She's being portrayed as a thug, as hood, as classless. When when Caitlin Clark does it, uh, she's fiery. She's a competitor. She's got spunk. She's got moxie. All all that. The, the, the portrayals aren't the same, and that's why you're seeing this backlash because it's clearly racial. I'll meet you halfway. Okay, is there a double standard? Yes, I believe there's a double standard there. No question about it. But then why do you have to bring it up? Why do you have to say, this is me, I'm hood, I'm what? Just do it. Just do it. Right, because, Steve, I think, I don't know if you heard Dawn Staley uh, after her game. Yep, she I did. Iowa. She, she kind of brought up the same undertone of what was being said about her team, about how they, they're calling her you know, street, they're calling the team street fighters, you know, monkeys, thugs, things of that nature. And and I, I'll be damned, two days later, we're, we're kind of having this same conversation uh, with, with uh, Angel Reese uh, doing her thing. Now, like, I, again, Steve, it's, it's clear as day. You can't portray one that does one thing, and then you portray another that's doing the, the same thing. They're both doing the same thing. I agree with that. Being, portrayed totally different i agree with that my my only gripe in this is what she said after the game that you know you don't have to explain it if you are who you are did did caitlin clark explain it no she didn't explain it then she doesn't have to explain it either just do it well yeah I, i i agree with that steve but like like i said these these young black women are, you know, they, like I said, man, they're being portrayed, portrayed differently, whether you agree with that or not. And they feel, they kind of feel empowered. She's like, hey, I'm from Baltimore. I, 
I, where we come from, we who we talk trash. Yep. And there's a toughness element about how we play basketball. Yep. I, I got no problem with that. I don't either. That's the way, I got that's no the way problem with that. If, because but look, even, when these when these kids are recruited, let let's. I'm a big history guy, D. Okay. Right. I'm old enough to remember this. Patrick Ewing played for the Knicks, so I love Patrick Ewing. But when he was at Georgetown, and John Thompson had a team largely made of African-American players who trash-talked, who kind of, you know, pushed the envelope, what were they portrayed as? Same thing. Same thing. So this is not new. Yeah, this is not new. And even UNLV to some extent, you know, that group. So do I get that? Yes, I do. And I'm not a big trash talk guy. I think you shut up and play. But that's me. There's nothing wrong with doing it that way. And I applaud Clark for doing it. And, you know, hey, she didn't explain it. She did it. Fine. Well, somebody of color has the same right to do it. No question. Yep. Appreciate the dialogue, Steve. Anytime, D. Thank you for your call. My, again, my only gripe is, why do you have to sit there and pontificate about it? But maybe she feels, you know, look, I'm not in that shoe. I, I'm not in that place, you know, because there was, a, there was a lot of backlash about that. I will say this. If I've, forget color here, okay? When you do the Cena thing, you are inviting somebody else to do it to you if you get beat. And if you're doing that, to Clark's credit, she didn't say that was low. I mean, she couldn't have because she would have been wrong. But you get my point, right? So when you do that stuff and somebody throws it in your face, that you got to expect that. that. That's part of what's going on now. It's like everything changes. You know, 30 years ago, if if a baseball player would do a bat flip the way they do now against a pitcher, the ball would be in your ear hole the next time you were up. Well, that's just culture changes, times change. We can debate whether it's good or not. And look, if there is trash talking, my only thing is now LSU has invited this. So when somebody plays LSU and they start trash talking, you better shut up. You better not say a word because you did it. And that's what it, that's what it invites. But that's okay because that's how the sports world's changed. 128, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things, as we count down to Earth Day, just 19 days to go. Clean out harsh cleaning products and detergents, and look for cleaning products with green certification. Better yet, make your own from household items like baking soda, vinegar, and Castile soap. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a hundred things, a thousand things, a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? 
Do you have over $10,000 in credit card debt? If you're feeling the financial impact with unprecedented economic challenges, DebtLoo is here for you. With DebtLoo's success guarantee, you pay nothing unless your debt is reduced or completely resolved. I'm just living sky high right now. I'm very thankful for it, and the team at DebtLoo are phenomenal. They're able to work with you. They're great. Call for your free debt resolution information now. 800-200-6895. 800-200-6895. Are you drowning in IRS tax debt? I owe the IRS $37,000. Civic Tax Relief can help protect you from the IRS. Civic Tax Relief basically represented me against the IRS, and by the time everything was completed, I didn't owe the IRS anything. Civic Tax Relief's special tax hotline can help you discover all the relief programs available for free. I would recommend anyone who has a tax problem to contact Civic Tax Relief. Just call 800-841-0908. 800-841-0908. Looking to make your garden fresh and new this spring? Quality Green Specialist in DeLand has what you're looking for. Fancy shrubs, large trees like magnolias and hollies, beautiful flowers like supertunias and azaleas, olives, citrus, peaches, blueberries, vegetables and herbs too. Enjoy gardening at its best. Select from our quality fertilizers and organics like azomite. Great plants, sustainable products friendly expert advice 335 west michigan avenue to land and online at qualitygreenspecialist.com mom can i have some ice cream i've got a better idea who wants to help me make something fun and healthy instead eating smarter is easy and delicious interested in receiving healthy recipes and a whole lot more in your email then register at healthiestweightfl.com and learn more about all the small steps that you can take on the way to living healthy This message is sponsored by the Ounce of Prevention Fund of Florida, the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds this afternoon with temperatures getting into the upper 80s and in some spots close to 90 degrees. I do think there is an isolated chance for a shower or thunderstorm, especially along an east of I-75 through the early evening. Otherwise, most areas, especially west of I-75, will remain dry. After midnight tonight, areas of fog are possible with temperatures falling in below 60s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. The best player in basketball is Giannis. It doesn't mean he wins the MVP, but he already got his. And now it feels like it's Embiid's turn. And it feels like that. Giannis has graduated to the point he's like Patrick Mahomes. Well, you expect him to be great. LeBron got to that level. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. We are your home for the NCAA basketball tournament and the Final Four. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. 
Ricky mails and says he agrees uh, with what D said. Here's another thing. We can maybe talk about this tomorrow. Why, and maybe there is a rule, and I'm not aware of it. We all know in football, there's a penalty for taunting. Is there in basketball? I don't think so. Should there be? Well, I mean, if, if you're not going to call, what, if Caitlin Clark's walking over and doing the Cena thing, that's taunting. It's not verbal, but it's taunting. And yet, there's there's no so I wonder if there's and maybe somebody maybe could look it up Elliot I don't think there's a rule in basketball about that it's weird because like I don't know what it is in NCAA but I remember there's times in the NBA where like referees will like sometimes penalize players for something random that doesn't make sense sometimes like I remember one time something outlandish like one time Tim Duncan was laughing and then on the bench and then the referee kicked them out for that and there's also been other times where like um like players would just stare at someone and then they get kicked out. But then obviously during the game, something else would happen that should be, that should prompt them to get kicked out. So I don't know the rules, but there's times when referees have kicked players out for taunting as well, but I'm not sure the exact rules of it. I guess it depends on referees, but obviously players have been disciplined for taunting. I think the NBA has, like if you blatantly do that, there's a, there's a, a penalty. I'm not sure if that's the way in college. I'm not sure of that. Uh, Tennessee Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. Uh, wanted to challenge on your interaction with your last caller there about sportsmanship and an SEC baseball thing. But, Steve, I believe your producer there is correct. I think they might not technically call it taunting, but I believe usually the zebras kind of pull these dudes aside and say, hey, man, if you do it again, you're ejected. I think yeah. that's how they handle that. Well, I know there is in the NBA. There is a taunting foul. It's a technical yeah, but I'm thinking more like college basketball. Yeah, yeah. I think they generally try to control it, but hey, man, one more time and you're out. Right. That's my, my point yeah. of all that, though, Mike, is if there is a, a, a rule in the NBA about that, you know, should there be a rule about that at the college level? Yeah. Hey, Steve, I want to discuss sportsmanship with you, but one thing on college baseball real quick, SEC baseball. I guess D1 baseball is where ESPN gets their rankings. You mentioned this a couple segments back. Seven of the top 11 teams and then the latest rankings are SEC teams. It's crazy. And I'm continually amazed by Kentucky. I mean, Florida's got a big tradition. A lot of these teams have been to the College World Series. Uh, but Kentucky, man, what's the deal on them? Do they got a new coach or something? Nope. No, as a matter of fact, uh, Coach Mangione, many thought, might get fired because they'd not done particularly well. Um, you know, they've not played a great schedule, you know, non-conference. But, look, they're doing well in the conference so far. I just want to see how they do you know, against some of the better teams, but they're off to a great start. Okay. Hey, Steve, I want to give you the yin to your yang from your last caller there. Steve, one of the reasons I'm such a big fan of yours is I, you probably your coaching background, and I believe you're excellent on sportsmanship. seems like everything in our country these days, I want, want to go to race. I want to talk about sportsmanship with you for a second, Steve. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to the Memphis girl that punched a girl in the um, handshake line. Okay. All right. Yep. Uh, okay. If you look at this deal – the Iowa girl, as you mentioned, whatever, during the game, you watch an NBA game, you watch an NFL game, whatever, you might see a little chirping, some dude standing over a guy after a dunk or a block. You know, you, you see a little of that. That's been around forever. But I think, generally speaking, when the final horn sounds and it's time to hit the handshake line, that's when all that stuff goes away. In my opinion, not only was that LSU girl following the, the Iowa player after the game was over, interface, really over-the-top interface, 
I believe it's my understanding that most of the LSU girls didn't even participate in the handshake line. Well, that's a different subject. Yeah, it's sportsmanship. I don't give a damn about race. I'm talking about the death of sportsmanship. Well, that you can do that at almost every level of sport, right? So what well, happened? Steve, your coach. Don't you tell your guys when the game's over, hey, man up, whether you want or lose, and go over there and of course. go see the line? Of course. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's nothing about uh, every – forget the race. What about the sorry sportsmanship that girl and the entire LSU team exhibited in victory? Let's talk I, about that for a second. I did not know. I don't know if they ever did, and maybe somebody knows the answer to this. I don't know if that was eventually that they eventually got in a receiving line. I think yeah. they did. Well, I, well, I my understanding most of those girls didn't go through the line, but I'll just not only call it classless. I'll call it being a sorry winner, hanging her state. Okay, thank you, uh, Rick. Hello. Hey, Steve. Yeah, this is Rick. Mm-hmm. Hey, how you doing? All right. Uh, you know, I just listened to your last caller, and that was my point also. I never saw. I think the little beef between Reese and Clark. I think Reese went a little bit over line by following her across the court at the end. But that being said, uh, the caller before just made the same point. LSU never did go over and acknowledge Iowa and shake their hands. That's a little bit too much of a poor sportsmanship by that team. No, if, that's, if that was the case and it, and it didn't ever happen, it's up to a coach, in my opinion, win or lose, to get your kids in the line and – you know, do what you normally do. And if and if their players didn't do that for whatever the reason, you know, I don't want to hear they were celebrating. I don't want to hear. No, you go do that, win or lose. That part, I agree with, if that's what happened. I agree. Okay, if anybody else has got that information, I'd like to hear it. Thanks, Steve. Okay. Take care. Yep, thank you. Yeah, I mean, you. I don't care. Peewee ball, you do that, right? And that's just that's just one thing that you do. And if they did not do that, that's on the coach. That's on Mulkey. And look, Kim Mulkey is a great coach. And when I was doing women's basketball, we actually played in Baylor and played against her team, which was really good. She's feisty, and she's a tremendous recruiter, coach, and motivator. And I don't know, you know, if there were issues when she was at Baylor with this kind of thing. I don't know. But, yes, when the, the discussion about what Reese did versus what Clark did is one thing. But if you don't, I don't care what team it is. If you don't get in the receiving line, then that's wrong. That's wrong. Three nine two eight two five five. You can email s russell at wruf dot com. Steve, I'm currently trying to find the rule of anything about taunting right now in the women's playbook, like from this year. I'm not trying to find. Any, I haven't found anything yet, but I'm gonna still look. Probably I'll have an answer by the end of the show. Good. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Ron says Christian Leitner of Duke was the biggest taunter in the history of college basketball. Uh, yeah, but I think he got in receiving lines. Again, where do you where do you draw the line? You, I would venture to say, in half of men's and women's basketball games, there's some kind of chirping going on at one point or another in a game. Now, at a football game, you don't think there's chirping going on? You just don't see it 
as you can't hear it. And even in baseball games, dugouts chirp, right? So this goes on all the time. But at the end of the day, you know, when Florida played Miami in baseball, I'll use this as an example, okay? They don't like Florida, and Florida doesn't like them. But at the end of the day, they got in the receiving line, shook hands. Bottom line, no taunting. I think I got something here. Uh, it's like kind of like under technical fouls. A technical foul is a non. Uh, this by this is for the women's basketball handbook. Uh, a technical foul is a non-contact foul of a behavioral nature committed by a player or bench personnel, such as misconduct, which is a behavior or an act that is unbecoming to a fair, ethical, and honorable individual. It is administrative when there's a violation of the rules pertaining to, but not limited to the playing. Uh, blah 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 and stuff like that. So okay. it there is something there. Okay. As well. Oh, good. Okay. Um, and it's a shame, in a way, that this is what we're talking about instead of what LSU accomplished and the fact I mentioned earlier, record viewership. This game had more eyes watching it than any college game, men or women, this year on ESPN. That's... That, that, says a lot. That's the growth of the sport. That is the fact that those that women are playing at a much higher level and fans like it. It's like softball, okay? Softball has grown by leaps and bounds where when you go to Oklahoma City and it's on ESPN, there's huge viewership for that. And I think that's a terrific terrific thing. Uh Sam had a, <clears throat> a question about Gator Baseball, uh, he said, do you think Florida's overrated? Oh, no, I don't think so. Look, you can't help who you play when the SEC schedule comes out. You can't change it. Well, you know what? We need to play Vanderbilt now. No, you can't do that. So all you can do is face the teams you face and either beat them or don't beat them. So, no, I, mean, I think, look, the latest ranking still has LSU number one. Well, okay. I mean, that happens, right? So, but the, but the league is really, and how about Florida State? Miami swept them. I think Florida State's lost something like nine in a row or so. I mean, they, they're not, barring a miracle, going to make the NCAA tournament and it's going to break a streak of 44 consecutive years where they made it. That's just crazy when you look at that. 144, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Final segment coming up, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Good afternoon, I'm Nate Bilgeray. Tonight, March Madness finally reaches its conclusion. San Diego State and UConn meet in the highly anticipated NCAA championship game. Tune in right here at 7.30 tonight for live coverage of the game. The Florida baseball squad returns to the Diamond tomorrow night at 6 when they host Bethune-Cookman at Condren Ballpark. Gators baseball completed a series win over Auburn yesterday, defeating the Tigers by a whopping 17 runs to 8. Finally, Gators football just announced that next year's homecoming game will take place against the Vanderbilt Commodores. 
The Gators seek revenge for their defeat against the Commodores, which took place in Nashville just last season. That game is set to take place on October 7th. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Nate Bilgray. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Millions are choosing to protect their homes from outages with Generac Home Standby Generators. Would you like to be a part of this lucrative industry? Generator Supercenter, the nation's number one Generac generator dealer, has a franchise opportunity in Gainesville, Ocala. Find out more at generatorfranchise.com. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Everybody's friendly. You know, you walk into some places and you can tell who's having a bad day. Not here. It's like everybody's having a good day. Every day. Expect the unexpected. I thought I had the worst dental problems that anyone could have. Not so. Uh, once, it, once we got into the procedures and, and he explained everything that was going to be done, my problems seemed few. If you have any type of hang-ups or fears, anxiety about going to the dentist, which most people probably do, I can assure you, especially from my experience, that they'll relax you enough to where you, you don't have those fears or anxieties. And that's been the greatest part of being here and that's why I continue to stay here. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. What is ClearSound Audiology and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10% or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles, with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800 758-7980 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-758-7980. That's 800-758-7980. What do you have to lose? Call 800-758-7980. Again, 800-758-7980. Florida is kayaking country. Kayaks are a great vessel for exploring the state's beautiful waterways, but it's important to be prepared for the journey regardless of your experience level. Get your boater education and learn about you and your craft's abilities. It'll help you have a safer, more enjoyable time on the water. Before you go, know your limits and always wear your life jacket. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. We are your home for Tampa Bay Lightning Hockey. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. 
This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Mention the D1 baseball poll. LSU is still number one. Wake Forest, number two. Gators, three. Vandy, four. Arkansas, South Carolina, Virginia, Stanford, Boston College, and Kentucky. Now in the top ten, Tennessee, despite a below 500 record in the SEC, is still ranked 11th. And Florida golf coaches in the poll at number 15, Miami, is number 20. All right, we'll get the final segment started with a call from Ed. Ed, hello. Hey, Steve. Well, so far it has played out like you and a lot of people have said it would. uh, And I expect tonight will be another double-digit win for UConn. Has any team ever gone through the whole tournament never losing by or never winning by less than 10 points? I'm sure that's happened. I just don't know. Probably UCLA did it. Uh, you would think. But uh, I don't know how uh, anybody, well, in this case now, uh, UCSD is going to match up well with them. Uh, it may be you know, 15 to 20 points at the half. Uh, but how do you see it playing out? Well, San Diego State's forte is defense, and I think that's going to be their calling card. Uh, if, if, they can, if they can keep this a lower-scoring game, I think they have a chance. I think the higher the score in this game, it probably doesn't benefit San Diego State. No, if, if UConn gets out and, and hits those transition threes, they're going to have a hard time stay on the floor with them uh, <clears throat> you mentioned the success of the ladies tournament um uh do you know how long cbs has the men's tournament uh one of my beefs is once you get past cbs tnt's pretty you know common in most packages but then you get into some really you know what i would call off the wall type networks which i think hurts their viewership and must not I mean, because obviously they, they, you know, you, you put in a bid for the contract, and so, you know, who's ever making the bid doesn't feel it's a, a bad deal. Okay, because well, what I was getting at is I think one, re- in addition to the improvement in the women's game, uh, if you're going up against, and I think they don't, they deliberately don't, you know, match them against each other, if you have a bunch of games on networks that are harder to get, then. To me, that's that's likely to to uh, you know make your viewership go lower. But anyhow, uh, congratulations to the SEC again in ba- SEC. I mean in uh, NCAA basketball, uh, we've been up at the top for quite a while now. Yeah. By the way, the contracts through twenty thirty two. That's correct. Yep. Third. Okay. Wow. Okay. So don't look for it tomorrow. No. Or the next day. <laughs> oh yeah, right. And, and real quick, Steve. Just let me just mention something. I had a bug check done last month. And I haven't been as happy with a dealership or, or car place as I was when I left that dealership. I mean, uh, place in years. I mean, I, my car's a four, 2014, so it's obviously out of warranty. And I was expecting who knows what when they did their bug check. And, and the last place I went, you know, you, you heard of radiator flushes. Well, they wanted to do a, a wallet flush. It was like $500 for the stuff I didn't need. Nothing like that at Dave Mays. I highly recommend those folks. Well, glad to hear that. I'll pass that along. That Again, I don't endorse anybody I don't either use or believe in, so I'm sure they'll appreciate that too. 
Catch you later, Steve. Thank you, Ed. Andrew says, why are people justifying Angel's actions? Because Clark did it. They sound like my kids when they hit each other. Well, he did it. I try to get my kids to apologize after they do such behavior. I'd love to see Angel be the better person and repent for her actions. Repent? What's she going to repent? What is she going to repent? So again, Andrew, in, in your line of thinking, then why shouldn't Clark repent? She did the exact same thing. He says the game seems tarnished. Uh, let's see. Richard says throat slash move results in a technical foul in basketball, a penalty in football. Uh, I don't know that I've ever seen anybody do a, a, a throat slash in football. I would imagine that's going to be an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty in 15 yards. Uh, Dennis says culture change or not. The bottom line is it's unsportsmanlike conduct. Penalize the trash talking, taunting, the stare downs and gestures and do away with all the nonsense that's associated with it. Why is this acceptable in the first place? Showing up a player and humiliating. Why do you want to condone this and expose kids believing this is how to conduct yourself? Humiliating a player is not part of the game. Well, I guess, Dennis, one other thing is define humiliating. I think, I think if I said to 50 people in a room, define humiliating a player, you'd probably get 50 different answers. I mean, taunting is what she did. She taunted her, right? I don't think she humiliated her. And we can debate whether, you know, taunting should be done as well or trash talking or whatever, you know, you want to say. For example, if, if I'm running down the court and Elliot's guarding me, and I've just abused him all night. And I run down the court and say, Elliot, you don't have a chance, man. You ain't never stopping me. You ain't, don't even think about it. Well, that's trash talking, right? You're going to penalize you gonna, you're gonna penalize me for that? No, you're not. Elliot's job is to stop me. Now, if I do something physically to do that, you know, if I do a throat slash or something like that, okay, arguable. But just because I verbally say something, but it's also what's said, right? It, 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 a lot of it, good or bad, I think, is subjective. Uh, William says, what are your impressions of the new rules for baseball after the first weekend? What's your impression of the Mets? Well, I mean, they beat the Marlins. You're supposed to beat the Marlins, so the Marlins aren't that good. But you still got to win. So, you know, we'll see. And look. I don't. Did, did anybody have an issue with any of the new rules opening weekend? The Alonzo thing was kind of odd, but they they fixed that. So once again, it's like anything else. When there's change, you either adapt to it or you don't. I don't think there was any issues this weekend. There was one time I was watching CBS this morning. They did a TV package about it, and only a couple people really complained. Like fans that are like i'm paying 300 dollars and i expect like a four hour game or something like that but that's like that's like a only argument i've heard against that it's just going there but besides that it's but like most it. fans see it the other way the game is too long the, the, these rules look i don't care if it's nba mlb nfl they do surveys they listen the majority of baseball fans felt games were too long so that's why baseball did this.
James says, saw some of the Rays game yesterday. Took only two hours and ten minutes to finish. Speed of play was a nice change of pace. See what I mean? Some people like it. Some people don't. But once again, the reason it was done is because their research showed a majority of fans wanted games to be shorter. That, that's why they made the changes. And look, baseball probably over other sports is one where it's the most traditional, where players would you know get it. And look, I'm one of them as a pitcher, okay? Get the ball. Don't stand there and rub the ball. and Get the ball and throw it, right? Well, what would a hitter do? Here's the pitch, ball one, and step out of the box, adjust their batting gloves, you know, grab their crotch, grab the top of the hat, and step in. There's no need for that. There's no need for that. That's easily adaptable and changeable. And guess what? Players have done it. Imagine that. They adapted to change. Well, that's part of life. And I think when this year is over with, after that, it'll be just, again, it'll be just, they'll, they'll go on a year with all these changes, and next year, unless there's more changes, it'll be the way it is. My, my thing I do want to see, though, is if it is done uniformly and it's done the entire year. Because sometimes, you like with basketball, oh, we're really going to call fouls this year, going to call fouls this year. Well, by December, they don't. That's, that's, I just want to make sure if you're going to speed up and do these rules, you do them consistently. That's our show for today. Thank you for participating in it. Good calls today. We'll do it again tomorrow. Thanks to Elliot for producing. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. I'm Steve Russell. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. U251CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. In the South, it's always college football season. And the king of college football reigns supreme all year long. Southern Sports Today proudly presents the Chuck Oliver Show. It's an inside look at everything college football. Now live from Atlanta, Georgia, it's time to talk college football with the reigning king of college football, Chuck Oliver, on Southern Sports Today. At last, Jim Harbaugh. Swimming upstream, big time. But the effort is appreciated. Chuck Oliver Show on Monday. How is everyone? I hope it was a glorious weekend. I know it was for San Diego State. I got a bone throw coming up to them, but uh, San Diego State and UConn. Somebody's going to be national champion tonight. They'll get uh, – it's the same thing, I guess, swimming and diving, basketball, whatever. You you win a national championship in NCAA sports, they give you like, like that board thing with this – it was like a board that's nailed so it's straight up and they put a plaque on it and it all kind of looks the same. Um, it, yeah, it's, a, it's unimpressive. A, and you just won, and so here you go. You get a board. 
but you really want that board. Uh, so good for them. And I got a word for them coming up in a few minutes. But I say God bless Jim Harbaugh. Are we aware, Dan? Be honest. And either answer's fine. Do you know that Michigan had a spring game Saturday? I did. Okay. All right. Good for you. Uh, I don't know if you were looking online. Maybe you were screening. Or yeah, I think streaming. Jake Butt called it for uh, the uh, Big Ten Network. I, I was about to say, going online or on, uh, on on your cable. And, hey, oh, yeah, I got the Big Ten Network. Michigan spring game from what year? Oh, this year. It's going on right now. Uh, so that happened Saturday. And there were other spring games. There were some. There's some coming up this weekend. NC State's got a spring. Auburn's got its spring game. It's scheduled. Dan confirmed that. Um, it's scheduled this Saturday. And if it is, get, uh, you know, some Auburn guy on. So eh, Vanderbilt, maybe, too. They've got a few, whatever. So they've cranked up. <clears throat> Missouri's been done for two weeks. But Michigan had their spring game on Saturday. And when I say God bless Jim Harbaugh, he let guys go earn jobs. And what I'm saying is the QBs were live. There was full tackling to the ground, and it all turned out great. Now, it's interesting because I did not cue this up. Uh, Dan, I was like, hey, Dan, did you know this? And he was like, I did. And he mentioned D Dan, who was on the call. Jake Butt and uh, he was he was the color analyst, obviously, and there was a professional broadcast today. But Jake Butt, the former Michigan tight end, who is not in the NFL right now because he played in a quote meaningless bowl game and hurt his ACL, I believe, and so he got a try, but may, uh, whatever, he might have gotten game chip, may have produced. <clears throat> I just uh, it's not whatever. So he's calling. Maybe he's going to 